0: you hurried up, I would have still been drunk off margarita from dinner.
1: I thought you were done drinking.
0: Margaritas don't count when you go to Mexican food. Yeah, I thought <laughs> you were trying to get fit. Dude, I am. Dude, I was down. I'm down 20 pounds. Thank you. Good job. Does Since that Jeff...
1: qualify as reasonably fit, Jeff?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Am I reasonably fit yet, Jeff, or am I still too fat for you?
1: Absolutely. Can just... you go run a mile? Yes.
0: Could I? Yes. Would
1: I? Fuck no. Under 10 Under ten minutes, can you go run a mile under 10 minutes and not throw up? Yes. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm pretty sure, I'm
1: pretty sure I can walk a mile in 12. That's actually pretty tough. All right, welcome to the Hit Factor, everybody, where we talk about fitness and all things like that. Uh, Jared is working on his reasonable fitness because Jeff is a jerk and he called him out. And called him fat basically. And it, it hurt, really hurt like, feelings. Yeah, you don't think of Sasquatch as having feelings, but he cried. And he cried for several nights in a row. And that has caused him to basically give up water, which for a Sasquatch, water is beer. And he <laughs> hasn't hasn't been drinking much beer. So it's just been actual water lately. Jeff, how do you feel about what you did to Sasquatch's like ego
2: i i genuinely feel terrible I, Good.
0: i'm sorry, I'm, I'm sorry sure, i've been starving myself because you're so mean to me
2: i know you have you've just been eating boiled chicken and broccoli yeah no no beer except margaritas that's the exception right yeah except Mar- for, except for Margarita- queso and
1: nachos and margaritas
0: and fajitas all that stuff no nachos and no queso.
2: No, Regular okay. So after I said that, I went and reviewed your match footage and I reassessed and I decided that you do qualify as reasonably fit. So
0: It's too late, Jack. <laughs> <we go>. <laughs> yeah, you can't
2: you can't I, put that. I know in it's already been said. Meanings. I, I know. I know it's already been said, but let the record show that I've recanted the statement. And reversed it, you are beyond reasonably fit.
1: Birds are like bullets, Jeff. Once they're should, out the barrel, they're gone. You can't take them back. I know.
0: You should go, you should go tell your wife that you think she's not quite reasonably fit <laughs> and see how she reacts to it, okay? <laughs> and then after,
2: you can sleep on Boomer's couch for a week or two.
1: Well you can come visit
2: me in Texas. Yeah. Yeah, we just won't go there. I mean, I would go there, but let's just not.
1: So, tonight, if we have on <laughs> on hand, we have Jeff Gothen, the decent single stack shooter on the podcast. We have Jared Fox, the greatest production shooter on the podcast, and myself, <laughs> Jeremy. Uh, so... Jared, we'll start with you tonight. You have made some changes in your training, mental attitude, or
0: obviously diet. (laughs) Yeah. So the most important thing is I've been on a diet because Jeff called me fat and it really hurt my feelings. So I've been carefully counting calories and making sure that I'm not eating too much. You know, I actually, I text Jeff before I eat and I'm like, Hey, is this okay? Will this, will this help me? (laughs) And most of the time, Jeff's like you're eating more than a slice of bread and a glass of water. It's too much because he's he's very mean. That sounds like Jeff. No, uh, though I I have been uh, watching what I eat a little bit after Jeff called me fat. <laughs> you no, know, it hurt my feelings. But uh, otherwise, I have I have a uh, kind of reapproached my training a little bit, and I don't know, not so much just my training, but just general approach to shooting. So I want to say like shooting more aggressively, but I don't mean aggressively in just spraying bullets. Um, when when I'm referring to aggressively, I'm talking like not over confirming sights or anything like that. Like tr- essentially trusting that, like you know what you're seeing and not not over confirming anything. So I think. Uh, with the switch to production, something I kind of got in a bad habit of was just like being uh way too cautious to make sure that I'm shooting good points. And at the end of the day, most of your most of my points dropped c- come from shooting errors, not so much aiming errors. And like if if I'm gonna mess up a trigger pull and and push a shot into the the C zone or the D zone, it it's gonna happen whether I'm shooting a. 20 split on this super close target or if I'm shooting an 18 split on this target. The big thing I'm seeing though, with uh, a little more aggressive approach is is that I kind of got in a habit where I would allow the sights to settle after the second shot on the target instead of like that shot broke. I know that shot's good. Move the gun to the next target. I'd kind of get to where I'd let it settle. And what that would do is that would easily bleed, you know, 0.05 0.05 to, to 0.1 seconds on every transition just because you were essentially aiming for no reason uh so so far in 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 practice and then uh, in the one local match or local indoor match i've shot since then i've seen good results uh my last uh, tuesday night indoor match i i approached it from the standpoint of like i am going to shoot this match faster than anybody else does so even even the even the c o guys there uh I might have been reloading you know three times per stage, but I still put up the fastest stage time on every single run. I, I think yeah. there's
1: some validity to that
0: and the the interesting thing is is that when doing that is it basically confirms what I already know is that like for an indoor match like that with that many tight targets, my points weren't much different than they normally were realistically the only real hole in the points on that, uh, I think it was a three stage indoor match. Uh, so it's probably an 80 or 90 round match. I did pull off of a kind of tight target a little fast. And, and that was a purely a shooting error of, I swept the gun across the target and shot twice. I didn't stop the gun. Well, so I did, I did throw a mic on that, but otherwise like the shooting was where it should be. Um, most of the Charlies were because they're tight targets, so you're you're aiming on an a C line anyways. You're going to drop some target or some Charlies, or they're you know headshots. You're going to drop some Charlies. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, there was one target where I purely aimed at the wrong spot. Shot two Charlies on it, like perfect, nice, close pair, but they were you know four inches to the left of where they should have been. Um, I, I, I'm finding that useful though in in the approach of like. Approach it from a more aggressive standpoint because w- what I have found for me is that if I'm aggressive about it, like everything is a little bit faster. Like yeah. if you if you try to, you know, like I don't want to say go slow because I never try to go slow, but if you if you get too cautious, you end up doing everything too slow, and that's not something that's going to benefit everybody. Like I think it depends on where your skill level is like for for me I, I, I know how to hit the targets like I know I can go faster it's making myself push closer to my limit is essentially what it is
1: yeah yeah I can relate to that
2: or just sh- maybe not even pushing your limit but shooting at the speed you're capable of shooting at
0: but, well that, that's what I mean so I don't mean this in purely like a like, it's not an actual, like, I am 100% sure I'm shooting at 90% of my skill. What I mean is, is, the easy way to think of it is, instead of shooting at, you know, 90% of what I can do, or 92%, like, I'm pushing closer to my limits of where I can reasonably know exactly what's happening on every shot. So, instead of 95%, I'm shooting at 96 or 97%. And most of the shooting itself is not any faster. It's just the non-shooting stuff that ends up being faster. So by a more aggressive approach, so the transitions are faster, the movement's a little faster, the reloads are a little bit faster. Like, you're just, you're getting you're getting started on doing everything sooner, basically. So it's something I've really been pushing hard in practice as well. So the stuff I've been doing in practice is I'm really pushing on the speed and not just, like, the shooting speed, but, the the speed of my transitions and stuff like that. So a good example of that is I shot Accelerator on Sunday. So my entire focus on the drill was purely like the transition times were what I was looking at. Draws and transitions were what I was focused on. Like, I already know how fast I can split that 25-yard target and hold the A zone. The real question is, how fast can I get off the 15-yard target to the 25-yard target and shoot an off on that target? So that was... That was my main focus and pushing the speed. It was pretty quick where you would see that you were, you you'd drop, you know, three quarters of a second on the run of accelerator from the first run to two or three runs later. And it wasn't, the shooting itself was not any faster, but you know, you'd draw a 10th faster, you'd reload a 10th faster, and you'd transition every target a little bit quicker. And, you know, it's a, it's a big time thing. And I think you, I haven't gotten to the habit where I was pushing myself to go fast in a long time. And I think that's a big difference for where I need to do currently.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I think, I don't think you can ever stop doing that. Uh, cause, ever, cause the people at the top of the sport are, are continuing to do that. They're continuing to push the envelope on what they can do. And yeah, if you ever stop pushing for speed, then I don't. I don't think you're going to be where you need to be uh, in the sport. For most, that's for most people. Now th- there are some people that are just like they're just all out speed like all the time. Like there, you have some of those people, but I think the most most of the people need to be pushing that speed, um, assuming yeah. they're training training a lot and trying to get well, trying to get better.
0: Well, I think an easy way to do that too is if you. If I put you on a stage and you can't go through that stage and hit every target with no time limit, then you know trying to force speed is not going to help you at all. But if if you're if you're looking at your match results and you're like, you know, hey, this 14 second stage, you know, the guys winning the match are shooting it in a second faster than you are, and putting up similar points, like, I mean your shooting is probably okay like you've got to just be a little more aggressive with it and the key word there is a little bit more you're not it's not so much like just being like i'm just going to slam two shots at every target and go faster it's just pushing your speed a little bit to make yourself go a little bit faster like And and what I find for me is what I find is it just it makes me do everything a little bit quicker, being more aggressive on targets and trusting yourself and what's happening, like not overconfirming everything, not being cautious and making sure that you're not making any mistakes. Because when you get cautious and try not to make mistakes, all you end up doing is shooting slower. Like your mistakes are going to happen regardless, no matter how fast you're shooting.
1: Yeah, that's what happens to me.
0: So. I also lost weight because Jeff called me fat, so that could be why I'm going faster too.
1: True. I mean, mm. I could I mean, it Jeff's meanness and cruelness could be the key and secret to your actual success.
2: Mm. I'm here to Jeremy, make you. I'm here to make you a better shooter, Jared. Now be your friend.
0: I'm just I'm just <laughs> here I'm just here training up for Harry to beat Jeff when he comes and tries to play in production. Like <laughs> I have determined that it's only going to be one of two ways. Either Jeff is going to shoot like a complete retard and not do very well, or he's going to shoot like a retard, but he's actually pretty decent. So without having any pressure and care about how the match is going to go, he's going to shoot extremely well or really terrible. There's going to be no in-between.
1: Who all shooting production? Who all signed up for production at Area 4?
0: I actually have no idea. I haven't looked.
2: I think Mills is shooting it.
0: Yeah, probably the usual suspects.
2: Yeah. So, that
0: Jeremy, let's talk about your uh, recent last couple of weeks. So, obviously, you shot Area 8. You shot Area 6 this weekend. Uh, you're shooting Nationals in, what, a week? Uh,
1: we leave in three days for Jeez. that. So, yeah, so, so, following Area 3... Uh, I was like, um, I need, I need a match before I go to nationals. Cause I don't want to go to nationals and perform like I did at area three. Um, and so area eight was theirs. like, when I first looked at it, I thought it was only like an 18 hour drive. I was like, okay, that's not too bad. And so like I sign up and, uh, <laughs> i don't know what i looked at the first time but then when i like actually like get in my car to like start driving well like the day before like i look it's like 23 hours to get there it's like oh oh man this will be fun so so yeah so i drove to i drove to west virginia from texas that was a 23 hour drive and shot a you know i i before i say before i say anything else about this like I do want to preface like I find it difficult like if you have a match where you especially if you don't win like I find it a little difficult to talk about because I don't ever want to like take away from unless it's Jeff. I don't want to take away from the person <laughs> that beat me. I mean like if Jeff beats me it's obviously just a fluke but but <laughs> uh so I shot area eight and and the guy that won I mean he 100% deserved to win he kicked my butt I kicked my butt really bad um but i did steven, not shoot i did not steven, shoot a good match
0: steven is very good i don't i don't think you know him do you
1: i don't i don't know steven at all um he, i don't, he I don't is, think i've ever met him
0: he he is very good he's from uh, out in california good dude good shooter
1: yeah i mean he he definitely he definitely kicked my butt but i so going into that match man my uh my mental game was not good like like, my practices, I was leaving pretty frustrated from my practices. And and for me personally, just from the mental side, like, if like my whole deal right now is all the mental game. Um, and for me, I tend to, as pressure ratchets up and the matches get closer, I tend to start nitpicking and finding all the flaws in my shooting. Like, and I tend to focus on those. Got to get those fixed. Got to get those fixed. Well, if you're a fan of Lanny Basham at all, like, uh was with winning in mind you know when you start focusing on your flaws your your mental image of yourself is just gonna go way 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 down and that's where i was going into area eight and i shot area eight very poorly um and on the way back definitely was doing some a bit of soul searching like do i really want to keep doing this like is it worth putting the effort into this driving 24 hours across the country to shoot a match and to just shoot it, shoot it horribly. Uh, it, like, is that, is it worth it? And so I was like, you know what? I need to, I need to try and make a change. And so then I had three days to prep for area six, which I ended up, I was not going to shoot, but that was last weekend and end up, I was looking for a car uh, to get my wife a new car and Found one in Florida. I was like, well, I mean, they're going to charge me a lot to ship it, so I guess I can fly to Florida, buy the car, then shoot Area 6 the next day, and then it's like a 21-hour drive home the day after that. It's like, okay, well, I guess I guess we'll do that. So so we do that with Area 6. And Area 6 was a little bit different match for me. Uh, I, I told myself going in, like, I'm going to shoot aggressive. Like, I don't care – anything else I'm going to shoot aggressive and I'm not going to get upset about errors like I know the errors are possible they may happen but who cares I'm going to just shoot aggressive and and I was able to do that and and yeah I, I did have I had a lot of points down and and way too many mics but I was aggressive and I shot well and I was I was fortunate enough to win that match um I beat an old man. I mean Phil Straters I mean he's old and broken <laughs> down and he, I mean, you know, I don't feel I thought, good about I that. Thought, but I did I beat him.
0: I, heard, I think I heard him say at Area Seven it was his sixtieth birthday the next day after the match or seventieth maybe. I'm not sure.
1: It's probably close to that. Yeah. I mean if, if it's not, he moves like that. So you know, I beat him by like <laughs> ten points. Um so that's not a you know, that's not a great thing to beat like to beat geriatrics by that much but
0: hey you also shot the match
1: 22 seconds faster than he did i was yeah i shot i shot much faster and and so for me so coming coming into that match there's there's two things that i have to do in this i don't know if this will make sense to people but it, it makes sense to me so I'll, I'll say it so one i have to trust myself that i can go fast like, so that was, that was the problem at area eight is I didn't trust that I could go fast without making mistakes because area eight, to be fair, was, it was a challenging match. I mean, there were, it was partialed up everywhere. Uh, it would have like, it would not have been hard to walk away from multiple with multiple mics on Yeah, almost every stage. Like, I mean, like, and, and being single stack major, it was, it was pretty stressful because it was a ton of just eight, 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 eight. I mean, every, every seemed like every stage you were going to eight or nine on with multiple pieces of steel and partial so like so in that scenario like guess especially where my mental game was at uh wasn't wasn't great so so in the area six I needed to trust that I can go fast so that's the first thing and I, I did that well there the next thing that I have to do is I have to trust that I am fast and I don't actually have to rush and so that's that's what I didn't do as I need to do a better job of that at nationals this coming week. So, so I, I feel like I'm in a pretty good place. Um, my mental, mental attitude is better. And what I've been doing on that, which is, is not my idea. It's a Lanny Bassum deal, but rather than focusing on what you do poorly in practice, like focusing on your errors, it's after every run, just for me, it's just like, okay, think about, okay, what did you do well on that previous run? And, and yeah, you tend to be in a little bit better mood and have a little bit better attitude and, and you feel more positive about yourself. And, uh, I think in this sport, if, if you have to feel good about yourself, if you're gonna, if you're gonna try and win and do well, and if you, if you don't think you're going to win, then you're probably not, uh, that's probably not going to work well for you. So so, yeah, so now we've got Nationals coming up. Jeff and I leave. I'm picking Jeff up on Thursday. So, that's luckily, that's a pretty easy drive for me. I think it's only 15 hours to Talladega. So, that's a pretty easy drive. Um, and then two weeks after that, it's only like an eight-hour drive to Arkansas for Area 4. So, I think with within a four-week span, I'm going to spend – over 130 hours traveling so
0: that is that is almost as much time as i spent at the office and it's way more time than i spent working (laughs) yeah yeah it's 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 not so bad
1: if you have somebody to drive with you but on your own like just you in a car by yourself and nothing but the idiots on the road next to you that can get that can be a bit of a challenge um but Hey. Now,
0: with with your Area 6 win, I have to know, my my daily text telling you that you are the best single stack shooter, on a scale of 10 to 10, how much of that help your shooting?
1: Oh, I would say that was probably the biggest contributing factor to my win at Area 6.
0: I think I think it's like seven days in a row now that I've texted you and told you're the best single stack shooter.
1: At, at least, yeah, we could, let's, it's at least that much. Although you were, you know, uh, on Area Six, you you actually texted that after Area Six was over, so it was a little. No, no, no! No.
0: I texted you when you were coming into your last stage, and you only won by ten. You only won by ten points, so it would have been really easy for that text to have been the reason.
1: That's probably true. Yeah, I I did win the my last stage. I did have a stage win on that, so that probably. What was was your What was
0: your last stage?
1: Uh, it was like a. It was basically an all steel stage. Stage one.
0: Stage one. I'm gonna see how much you won. Stage one by. Oh, you you got 19 points on stage one. There you go.
1: There you go. <laughs> see, I was I was down by nine points going into stage one. I actually was surprised. <laughs> after, I was surprised after looking at results that I'd won because I I I wasn't following the overall scores. I was just looking at times to to make sure I was. I was having good times, and uh, I I just thought, man, yeah, my times are. I, I was I was getting them by almost two seconds on most stages, but it was like, man, all these mics and and deltas I've got, like I'm probably still not so, gonna win.
0: Which I think is an interesting thing too. You you were pushing speed, so I think we both had a pretty similar takeaway from Area Seven, Did kind of different approaches to it. But we we both basically have a similar thing, like we gotta push the speed. Like speed mm-hmm. is 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 an area we have to we have to just shoot fast and let the hits catch up. But you were talking about you feel like you dropped a ton of points. You still shot ninety-one percent of the points. Yeah. Which I would not I would not consider bad because I don't know, let's pick like a top limited guy. Like the guy who won limited shot 93% of the points. So I don't think you're when you look at it from the the grand scheme of things, like your hits were not that bad. I think anytime you're over ninety percent of the points, you, you're you're competitive on the hits.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, the, it's not bad. It's but it's the I don't have to slow down to get have better hits. It's just yeah. it's just it's just pay a little bit. Don't rush quite so much. Which rushing doesn't. I've I've experimented with enough. Rushing doesn't normally make me faster. Like it it, no. it doesn't. It doesn't necessarily make me slower, oftentimes, unless I have misses. But I can I cannot rush and still be just as fast and have much much better hits.
0: Well, and referring to rushing brings up a good point in my eyes too. Like when when I'm when I'm approaching it from looking at an aggressive, like shooting more aggressively, like I'm thinking of more the the non-shooting stuff. Like whenever you start rushing, you end up inducing. If you start rushing, you induce more shooting errors, in my experience. Like, you get tense, you you can't reload as well, you don't draw yeah. as well, you you miss your grip, you you push shots or you sweep off targets. Like, rushing is not what you're trying to do. It's it's yeah. Essentially, from my view, when I'm talking about shooting more aggressively, I'm trying to do the non-shooting stuff faster. The shooting stuff's gonna be faster because when i when i want to shoot more when i'm trying to shoot more aggressively and pushing for that i'm going to do the the non-shooting stuff that's involved the shooting faster so it all seems faster like transitions mm-hmm. which i feel like is kind of where you were at the same point and clearly you've done well working on it in a week
1: yeah hopefully uh and and i you know so i'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to single stack nationals and uh, hanging it out there and seeing where, seeing where it ends up. I mean, it could, it could end up with, I got a, I got 20 mics and, and I joined that illustrious club, the 20 mic club, uh, (laughs) or I could, or I could, or I could do well. So, you know, I just
0: just can't wait to screenshot the results and send them to the group chat and be like, Jeff, he (laughs) beat you.
1: I I look forward to seeing that text as well. That'll
2: be a good text, yeah, but, Good company. Good company.
1: You know, and the the other the other the one last thing that that for me is is really tough is I get so much of my like in my like self image wrapped up into this sport, like wrapped up into like especially my results of this sport. It's like like leaving Area Eight and 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 doing poorly. It's like. Man, I'm just a loser, which I mean that may be true like like there's probably lots of people that would argue that that's that that's a true statement but but like if you're if you've got if you've got just the pressure of a match and you've also got the pressure of like trying to validate yourself through through that shooting like man that really becomes that really puts a lot more pressure on it and makes it tough to to actually perform at a high level and so like I kind of gotta get to. I got to try and wrestle with myself with getting the terms like, man, ain't nobody cares if you do well or do bad. Like, I mean, people, people may want to root for you or something, but like, you're not less of a person. If you shoot poorly, like that's not like that. That doesn't, that doesn't define who you you are. Hopefully it doesn't. Hopefully it won't define who I am. Um, Or even if you do well, hopefully that doesn't define who you are. Uh, Was it, was it, uh, I think it was Cool Runnings, where, like, uh, the, uh, you guys know Cool Runnings, right? The movie? Jeff's looking. No. What? Wait. No. Whoa, 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 wait. Seriously, y'all have not seen Cool Runnings? The Jamaican Stop. bobsled team movie?
0: What? That's not Cool Runnings. You got the wrong name, man. Now, yeah, I, know cool th- I know, I th- know no. are you talking about the Disney movie or is there like a biography on them or something?
1: No, no, no. It's a Disney movie.
0: No, no. That's not called Cool Runnings. It's got a different name. I don't. I, I'm okay, going to Google I it. Write that now. up. I, I, I don't remember the name. Brief, uh, brief pause.
1: Yes, the name of it is Cool Runnings. You were wrong once again, Jared. Jeez. Jared, Jared was. Jared has been questioning me all night and he is yet to be right. The name of the oh, movie is 0 cool for Runnings. 2. You're 0 yeah. for 2 this tonight. Is, no, this is 0 for 3 because because <laughs> he missed on Casey and he missed on Travis. Uh, this is the third <laughs> one. It is, it is Cool Runnings.
2: And oh, anyway. Yeah. And Over for 4, actually, because I'm going to shit-stomp Jeremy at Nationals. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not.
0: Jer- Jeremy's going to beat you at Nationals and then I'm going to beat you at Area 4. And then you're actually gonna feel bad for calling me fat. <laughs> I might just but, let you win. If you do, that is even worse than beating me. If you let me win, I'm gonna be more like I'm not gonna talk to you anymore.
1: He's just gonna like <laughs> like throw. He's gonna be beating you by like fifty points on the last stage to shoot like five five Mike no shoots on purpose. <laughs>
0: Like I would be, I would be more upset with the one letting me win than I would by getting beat by somebody.
1: Yeah, that'd be rough. But anyway, in Cool Runnings, you got this the the team leader who he was a a sprinter and he fell and tripped and didn't make it to the Summer Olympics. So then they form a bobsled team and they go to the Winter Olympics. And he's wrestling with this whole image of like he has to win a gold medal or he's not a man type thing. That's that's what he's wrestling with. And somebody tells him, I can't remember who it was. Oh, it was a, it was an old American, his coach, which we Kurt don't Russell. have coach here tonight. But uh, Kurt Russell. Uh, no, not, it was coach. not Kurt Russell. It was. Uh, Kurt it was, Russell uh, played
0: the coach in that movie.
1: No, he did not. It was the fat guy, uh, Louis. What was his name? I can't remember. He he died, but he was a real fat guy. It was definitely not Kurt Russell. Um, <laughs> like you're zero for five now.
2: It was Russell Crowe. It was Russell Crowe.
1: Definitely not Russell Crowe either. It was
2: Matthew McConaughey. uh,
1: Definitely not him either. Anyway, anyway, he (laughs) taught the coach told him
0: John Candy.
1: Yes, I'm pretty sure that's right. I don't. I think that's. I think that might be right. Um, Anyway, the coach told him, "God, you freaking guys got to shut up." I'm trying to make a point here.
0: (laughs) I'm just with you now. I know.
1: (laughs) Anyway man i can't even talk y'all got me riled up here it's a good thing we do this over the internet i'm out of milk too that's the problem i need more milk i don't have nothing to drink anyway the guy told him he said he said if you're if you're not anything without the gold medal then you won't be anything with it and i think there's some wisdom to that like like, if you're not who you are without winning, then, like, winning ain't going to... It ain't going to make you on un- anything. Mm. Um, and I'm not trying to get, like, deep philosophical, but I probably need to hear that a little... For me, myself, I need to hear that a bit uh, before I get too wound up about the results of a match or anything like that.
2: Yeah, that's awesome. I like it.
1: I Like, you seriously need to go watch Cool Running, though, so, because I can't... I mean, I get it. You were raised in a tiger cage, so <laughs> you probably didn't have access to to VHS back then. But
0: I, I'm just gonna go out on a limb here and say that it'd be best if he did not watch it because he's your competition. You need to crush his soul.
1: He can watch it after the match, but like okay. you, your daughter needs to grow up watching cool runnings like that. Like, don't
2: deprive her of that. Okay. It's it's good. So like I like all this stuff, but this is not something. This is not a, a battle that I have fought this year. So this I think it's really mental, interesting. See, I really stuff. yeah. We're totally different. Like I really like myself. Like I I really enjoy being me. So well,
0: Jeff, you are you are one of those blessed people that just have that approach of like you just don't care. <laughs> okay. It's not it's not that you like. It's not that you don't actually care. It's just like you have the approach of like you're not like I have to win. You're like I want to win and I can win, but if you don't win, you're like, "Meh, whatever."
2: Yeah, that really bothers people too. When if you don't win, you're just like, "Meh." I don't want you, I, you I don't, want don't you to understand be upset. that. Like, <laughs> it's
1: like <laughs> I don't understand when that. You... And, and sometimes like there's some people probably like Jeff that like, that do just have like this just natural confidence. And I'm just like, I don't like, how do you have that? Like, I don't, I don't get that. Um, which that goes back. I mean, that goes back to stuff from, from my childhood and stuff like that. Not like that sounds like I had a, like a, like a bad childhood. Like my parents were bad. Like that, that sounds <laughs> yeah, terrible. Let's
0: go there. Let's <laughs> go there. Did you, <laughs> Did your mom hug you
1: too much or not enough? That's the real question. Uh she probably she probably did the right amount. She probably did the right amount. <laughs> no, like if like it really goes back to No, I'm not going there. We're not gonna go there. We'll we'll we can we can get into that in another podcast. This one's no. gone. This one <laughs> gone No, long. we're
2: good. We're good. So I'll go there for a second. So I could tell you one reason. Listen, you know, this is not all of why i am this way in sports and why i really enjoy being myself but one big reason that i do have confidence in sports is because from a very young age uh and i think this was just maybe out of uh i don't know it could have been out of ignorance on my dad's part or it could have just been he just wanted to build me up i don't know but it didn't matter what i was doing if i was uh playing tennis, baseball, volleyball, whatever it was, my dad always thought that I was the best thing that ever happened to that sport. Uh, so I think I think that is a, a big part of doing it. Like if, if I won or not, like uh, he always thought that I was the best out there. And I think it stuck, uh, just that mentality. So I, th- I think that has uh, quite a bit to do with with how I grew up feeling about sports and about competition. That
0: actually, that explains a lot.
1: So Could that be. actually, I mean, your explanation of that is very similar to Lanny Basham's. Uh, and and he said what his dad did for him is that when his dad, his dad didn't know much about shooting. Lanny Basham was a Olympic uh, shooter. And, and what his dad did for him is that his dad didn't know anything about shooting per se when he first started But his dad always, always focused on the positive, always told him what he did well, Uh, Mm -hmm. never was telling him what he needed to do. Like, wasn't like saying, hey, you did bad at this. It was always, hey, this is what you did well. This is what you did well. And that just instilled a lot of self-confidence in him. It sounds like you kind of got that, got that at an early age, too.
2: Pretty much like if I was playing tennis, you know. As Soon as I was done, my my dad was telling me how I I could swing that racket better than anybody out there, and it was just smoother and slicker than everyone else. Or if I was swinging a golf club, it was the same story. Uh, yeah, it just it didn't matter what I did, if I sucked at it or not. Uh, he just told me basically that I was the best thing that ever happened to that sport. So,
1: yeah, I mean that. That probably has paid dividends. Uh, my parents probably could have told me that and I would have just like told them to be quiet because I don't believe them. Cause I would have <laughs> like, I would have been walking off the court having smashed a racket. Cause I was, I was mad.
2: And yeah. I like, mean,
1: Oh, you're the best. And I'd be like, uh, no, I'm not. I'm
2: yeah. It, I mean, there's definitely yeah. that, that fight back. Right. Cause I mean, I'm the one out there playing. I know that I'm getting my butt whooped and mm-hmm. I'm, I know that I'm not well, the best thing that's ever happened to this sport. Uh, but that didn't question. stop him from saying it.
0: Are is your are your parents like your your dad's in specific? Are they competitive people? Like, are they overly competitive people? Like, have a have a need to win no matter what it is. Mine does not. See, mine does not either. Like, like I wrestled in high school and stuff, and my dad was like, "I don't understand this, but I come to support you." But it's like, he has no idea what's going on. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, "Oh, you." you did good. It's like, no, I lost a match. It was not
2: good. <laughs> I I don't really know. Like, I guess my dad was competitive like when we did play board games or something like that. He was always really competitive. Uh, I think in high school he played football and was pretty competitive, but yeah, I mean not, not terribly. It didn't like eat him up or anything if he lost, but he liked to do well he, at whatever he was if, doing.
0: If it didn't eat if losing did not eat him up and bother him, I would not consider him like an overly competitive person. And that's not to say it's a bad thing. It's just like yeah. if you don't have if you don't have like an overwhelming need to win, no matter what it is, I would not consider you a competitive person.
2: But is it the same? Like if you have an overwhelming need to win, but it doesn't eat you up when you lose. No. Like when when I shoot when I shoot like I want to win I want to win really bad like that's the only thing that drives me is that I want to win, but when I lose, I just lost. Like I'll win the next one.
0: Yeah, see, when, losing makes me mad.
2: Jeremy,
0: how's losing make you feel? Uh... man, <laughs> Tough Math,
1: to describe.
0: Right? <laughs> like, you you're not you're not okay with it. You're not just like oh it happens. You're not you don't have that aw shucks attitude. You're like this sucks. I don't want this feeling to ever happen again.
1: Oh no, I I like no that like that's like what I was talking about earlier. Like that sense of like like that I am like like I lose self worth like like this sense of self worth like when I lose like like it 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 can it can be pretty tough on me. Like even not not always even losing just like shooting bad like. Like, just shooting poor, like, I can lose, and this is, I don't know, well, I don't know if this is true, because I don't, I haven't experienced it much. I haven't experienced, like, that, like the deal where, like, you shoot a really great match, and then you still lose. I haven't really experienced that too much, um, just because, well, yeah. I've, I've never shot it. oh, I, I have, like, there's, like, one match in memory that I shot the whole match, like, really well, like, I think, Um but that's like I've done that one time that I feel like I've shot a great match or good match. Um, but yeah, losing is losing doesn't doesn't normally feel feel good.
0: Well, yeah. If if I lose and I shot like I'm not gonna be like mad. I'm like that happens. But like whenever you like did not perform anywhere near your abilities, like that that sucks. Yeah. If that doesn't get you fired up and make you feel like something, then I don't know why you're shooting.
2: I think it's the opposite for me. Like More like what Jeremy said in that I've never experienced shooting like a match I think I'm capable of shooting. Like the best match I'm capable of shooting and then losing. I've never experienced that. So it's like every time I lose, I just think, well, that's because I can do better. I don't well, just I don't, wait. I don't feel wait, like I'm beat at my best.
0: Wait until Sunday when the results come out from single sack nationals or Saturday or whenever it is. Saturday.
1: Well, the, the problem is, Jeff's got two beat downs. He's going to get beat down on Saturday and he's got to turn around and shoot L10 the very next day. He's got to like Uh-oh. pick his ego up off the floor. <laughs> you, get to,
0: you, get, you get to beat him twice in the same week.
1: Yes. And then we get a 15 hour card ride back. To, well, I'm dropping him off early, so it won't be quite 15 hours, 10 hours, He'll have make, 10 him hours
0: hold, with me. make him hold your national champion trophy in the front seat the entire drive.
1: No, no, my national championship trophy will go in the front seat and he will ride in the back seat.
2: <laughs> Even better. I or better wait. yet. I cannot wait for us to record after this match. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I can't either. Well, it's
1: gonna be, it's gonna be great, one way or the other. It's gonna be fantastic.
0: We should do a Facebook Live while you guys are in the car. I'm pretty sure there's a way to add me and Boomer into the call.
1: There probably is. Well
0: Okay, one
1: last, one last segment. We've we we filled this one up pretty good, but we got one last segment that we want to start trying to do. And I don't, I don't know about everybody else out there, but for me, like I'm a sports junkie, and then I love to like track sports results like it, it almost doesn't matter what the sport is like i just like to track results i find it interesting how people like people that perform well and then people that don't and then like when you see like that it's really close you kind of dig into the the stats and stuff like that and so we want to try to start a segment like that on our podcast that's just kind of hey here's what we here's what we're seeing in results in shooting and just to kind of draw people's attention to it, maybe some results that you haven't seen and just kind of look at that. So anytime we see something that's kind of like, whoa, that's, that's interesting. Uh, we're going to try and bring it up. And our hope with this is more that, that we are taking like a reporter approach and we're not like, I mean, it's tough because it's a small sport and you're talking about people's shooting performances and if they, like, you may be talking about somebody that loses and it's a surprise that they lose. And so, like, that can be tough. Like, we want to be sensitive to that. But at the same time, like, hey, it's a sport. Like, we want to talk about who's winning and losing and, and that sort of stuff. So, yeah. I've, got, I've got two results that I want to bring up that happened in the last two weeks. So, Area 8, two weeks ago, like, Nils shot that match early on and... Like there were been some other like good limited shooters and open shooters that had shot it. And it was like, Holy crap. Like Niels crushed this match. There's nobody that's going to be close to him. Like that was, that was, I, I was going, I think I sent, I sent a message out to the rest of the podcast. guys. like, Nils is just on another level from everybody else. Mm-hmm. Well, come to find out, uh, the, the match finishes up and, uh, one, Mason Lane shoots the match and apparently Mason is on that same level with Nils because it was four points Am I, is, was that right Jared? It was four it, points between Mason and Nils like it was unbelievably that, close
0: That sounds about right and yes it was way closer than I would have predicted I mean I really when I looked at that I was like Nils shot that match at another level like nobody's going to be within 5% of him so to, to see Mason so close and like both of those two in contention, like they're shooting on another level compared to the previous year.
1: Yeah. Yeah. they they're just, they're absolutely killed in it. So then fast forward one more week and we had area six this last week and Mason and Mason shot this match early on and Nils shot it on Sunday, the last day. And, Again, same thing. Mason shot it and looking at other results with other people is like, holy cow, Mason just crushed it. And it's like, okay, is Neils gonna like we know we know who Niels is. Like is Niels gonna is Neils gonna catch up and, and be able to beat him or what? Well, it turns out Mason Mason ended up winning area six by like ten points. So it's like a three hundred and sixty round match, and he won by ten points, like super, super close. That's one trigger pull. Can make up 10 points and yeah. and mason did something that was actually the i don't know that i've ever seen somebody i've seen lots of people show results and then show and make excuses hey bro can you not be building an ar while we're trying to have a podcast because all <laughs> we're hearing is you building an ar golly don't you know how to do this but you hear you see lots of people like they'll show results. I'm Like, yeah, man, I would have won if I had just, I just had these couple, of, I had these couple of of mics. But I would have won. I should have won. I was, I really basically won if I hadn't had these mics. You see that a lot. Um, Mason actually went the other way. Mason actually did one. He was like, hey, I won stage three. I think it was three. I won it by a big margin. Um, but Nils basically shot it in a heavy rainstorm, and so. If you threw stage three out, then Nils actually would have won, and Mason was the one actually bringing that that to everybody's attention. I I you don't see that very often, so that I uh, I gained some more respect for Mason through that. So they're both shooting area seven, I think, in a couple weeks, and so I'm really looking forward to that. And then more importantly, I'm really looking forward to them at production nationals. I think that's going to be something that's that'll be worth. Worth following off. Obviously, Mills knows how to win nationals. And Mason's the, the young kid yeah. who's learning how to win it. But, dang, he seems to be shooting shooting really, really well. Any other results you guys have seen uh, that, that we should be paying attention to? Uh,
0: nothing is mine. But even talking on Area 6, uh, Sal was also – not too bad in the runnings either. And I think he's been battling some injuries or something too. I thought he said something. I thought he had made a post that his shoulder was messed up or something here a couple weeks ago. Hmm. Like, yeah, that was
1: like ninety seven percent, I mean, like which I mean, if you're within three percent, like you're you're definitely within in contention to be to be winning.
0: yeah, I, th- I think uh, this year's production nationals will probably be the the most contested. It's been in a long time. I mean, you think about it, Ben and Alex are the only guys to win it, but in the last like 10 years.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, Ben's won nine of the last 10, and Alex was the other one. So limited. I mean, production nationals could be could be quite interesting. What's what's paired with production nationals? Is it carry optics?
0: Yeah, and that's unfortunate. I feel like a lot of like people like Nils who would go compete in CO. Cannot like I I would have shot both had they been separate.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a little bit strange pairing to me too. But I, I would assume JJ will probably be shooting production nationals as well. So you
0: um, think he'll shoot to it over play.
1: CO? Yes.
2: Yeah.
1: He doesn't. He has not. Has he shown a CO gun? I mean, he's shown his yeah. open. He's shown an open gun and a production gun. I would be surprised he, he if he shot CO.
0: He showed us. he's
1: shown a C.O. gun before. On that Beretta?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh. I have, I've the seen the now. production I've seen the production of the open gun lately from JJ. I've not seen the CO gun from him lately. So I would assume he's gonna shoot production. Because I think he wants that title and he hasn't won one. And he's yeah. he's been second a bunch in production. So, so
2: we uh the, the, the other the-
1: guy that the other guy that's just crushing it lately that like is max in carry optics and i don't know if there's going to be another another real big gun to go after i'd I'd like to see it but holy cow max is i mean max is like almost vying for the overall win with some really 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 good open shooters and and coming close to tying some like like max shooting ceo i think almost was like less than a percent away from casey Usubio shooting open at area 6 yeah, um, that's pretty
2: just, crazy so Christian Christian won the overall in that match and Max shot 93% of him shooting his minor gun
1: that's that's pretty nuts uh, yeah that's pretty nuts so it'll be interesting
2: to see if we uh, if we see any contenders come up at CO Nationals yeah if yeah.
0: Max was Max was 5th overall um And he beat some really solid, like, open guys, too. And obviously all the limited guys, KC, Lesgar, Christian, were the only open guys ahead of him. And then there was a PCC ahead of him as well.
1: Yeah, that that's crazy. So, so yeah, so we're going to kind of be trying to comb through results as best we can and and bring up anything interesting. So that'll be a segment we have we have going forward. So
2: who who won single stack?
0: Uh, Jeremy Reed. The best oh. single stack shooter oh, that's ever Jeremy. been.
1: Wow. That was a pretty tight race. Uh Phil was Phil was slower, but it was only ten points back. So that was that was a tight race. So that was that was did,
2: fun. Did did you guys shoot on the same day?
1: No, he shot he shot before me. I'm not sure mm. what if he shot Staff or, or Friday, but he. So he did you have the one.
2: option to track scores as you were going?
1: Yeah, I had his I had all his scores. Um So I, I was not I was not I was just I was mostly looking at time because that was really where I was. I, I wasn't concerned with winning this match so much. And and like I said, I thought I I thought I'd lost it. I had enough mics that I thought I thought there's no way I'll win it. Um, I was just making sh- i wanted to make sure I had really good times throughout the whole thing and i I got fortunate enough and won um, but i was I was really just trying to keep a positive just trying to stay positive throughout that whole match was all I was really trying to work on and stay aggressive through all of it and work through those those things so
0: that's so why you're the oh. best single stack shooter that's ever been.
2: Well, that's Jared, right. you you want to wrap this segment up by catching us up on PCC?
0: Oh, I know what you're talking about. Okay, so the question in the group chat today was like, "What's gear?" <laughs> uh, no, but interesting, that, that no. reminded me of, I did, convince a, I did convince one of our listeners this weekend that Jeff was a flaming homosexual, and that he did not doubt it, which I thought was very funny.
1: Jeff doesn't seem upset about it, but I mean, when you grow up with Tiger King, what do you expect?
0: <laughs> that's probably why they believe me. He's like, oh, he's from Oklahoma. I mean, we're not surprised.
2: All right. My, what else we got? The actual meaning of that comment, Jared, was for you to catch us up on the news of PCC from Area 6. that That's what you were supposed to do. You took it the wrong direction. Who cares about PCC? That's, like, that's what I was expecting you to say. You took it a different direction. Nobody... Nobody, nope. Well, I
0: took it the right direction, but nobody cares who showed up to a pistol match with a rifle.
1: I find that to be true as well. (laughs) All right. Facts. That's a wrap.
0: Stop recording, damn it.